All right, so welcome back to Multifamily Live. I am Jason Yerusi, your host today, bringing you all the multifamily action that you are looking for to take your business to that next level. Again, go down there, give us a follow, hit that subscribe button because we're going to be coming at you, of course, with massive multifamily action. So today we're talking about landlord-friendly states. What does it take? How is your market? How is the perception in your market? And when you're investing, what are some of the pitfalls to look for? So when we talk about landlord-friendly states, here are some of the key factors to consider when choosing a market. And for us, this is one of the reasons that while living in New Jersey, we sought to invest out of state. So some of the key processes here that we're going to look at when investing is that how friendly is it to landlords, right? So what is the eviction process? What are the property taxes? Are the landlord tenant rights favorable to landlords? Registration and licensing. What kind of landlord registration and licensing are required in our market? The insurance rates, how do those factors into our properties? So as we look at this, you want to have an idea now coming out of, of course, some of the points for COVID, COVID relief, some of the guidance that was giving, keeping tenants in place. And there was a lot of tenants who needed help. And we're not denying that. We're not saying that that no, that wasn't happening. One of the pieces of the puzzle that we are saying is that there was a good part of tenants who actually took advantage of this situation. And if you're in one of those states, like in New Jersey, like in New York, like in California, you basically were at the will of the tenants being a bad actor because there was no way to get them out. And for that, when you look forward at your next part for your properties here, what will it look like going forward? So some states that actually are on the landlord-friendly side, just for reference here, are Texas. Texas has a seek, seeks a uh, system that basically seeks to preserve the owner's rights that's strongly protected. Landlords can provide notice to vacate with or without cause on a three-day notice, and landlords and tenants also may agree on repairs at the cost of the tenant. Another state, Colorado. Landlords can give a demand compliance on any late payment. And if they do not comply, the tenant that being in 72 hours, they can evict in 48 hours after. Alabama, uh, no rental license required. Landlords can legally increase the rent once they provide a 30-day written notice. And if the tenant does not pay this rent, the landlord can issue a seven-day notice of eviction. Or if the tenant breaches the contract, landlords can give a 14-day notice to end that lease. Georgia. Landlords benefit from lenient eviction laws. If a tenant violates their lease or does not pay rent, the landlord can issue a seven-day eviction, and there's also no limits on late fees or security deposits. That's a state we, we invest in. Te Texas is a state we invest in. Coming up here, Kentucky is another state we invest in. Landlords can give an unconditional quit notice when a tenant has a record of being late on a rent or at least once during a six-month period and can also be told to vacate within just 14 days. Now, you see that where if tenants are not doing the right thing and if we are giving them the option as the landlord of what is going to happen if they are not compliant with their lease, then we have the option to act on our behalf. Now, there are some other points to this. Uh, with, with so many happening and so many tenants that may not be acting correctly, 
This also could delay the process on the back end, right? So if there is a setup for a tenant, typically there's a sheriff coming, there's a process, but say the market is you know heavily um, frothy with, with evictions, right? That may delay this process from happening. So although it says seven or 14 or 28 days, that could be two months, three months by the time that the uh, sheriff department is able to keep up. So understanding not only what are the laws, but how is it being implemented in these states? Now, now how do you get to the point to understand this? Well, you can talk to other landlords in the state. You can also talk to management companies you're working with. Just, But basically, understand this process so you know where you stand. Because the one piece is having a plan and implementing that plan. And with the multifamily property, it is not immediate, right? There's leases in place. There's a long process here where it could take six months. It could take 12 months, 18 months. 36 months, depending on how involved your process is. And if there's things that happen outside of your control, well, that of course is going to dictate your property not performing to the way that you want it to. All right, so if you like what you hear, go down there, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button, go out there, reach out to us. We want to hear from you. And we're hoping to see you because you have to be there in Nashville. Coming up June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, multifamily live, in-person event, you need to get your ticket. They're going up in price. We want to see you there. We want to help you take action. We want to push you forward. We want you to succeed. And this is a great step forward. All right, that's what I got today. We will talk to you shortly.